Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank. With your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we are looking ahead to NFT NYC. Is this the number two, number the second time this big conference is happening? Uh, Second time in about six months, but no, they've had it, I think it's a fifth or sixth conference they actually were doing these pre pre pandemic and everything at one point so i guess this next technically but yeah they did the last one in november next one coming up uh end of june so pretty soon as uh, as this is released i will be heading out there you know hopefully uh hopefully we'll have good things to report but we're gonna look ahead a bit and see what we think may happen you know it is a big event for the nft space yeah, it is huge. And we've got, you know, certainly we'll, we'll have you there. So you'll do some live reporting. Actually, no, you'll just let us know what happened. I think it's just really hard to actually run around with a microphone and do stuff when you're at a conference speaking and somebody who's like tried to do that in the past is people are busy and you want to talk about stuff. There's apparently 1200 speakers at this thing. So I think if I just turn oh. my phone on, I can just start recording people and I'll ask a question and pretend like uh, they're answering me. And so there are. I'll get us out there. <laughs> hey, uh, this is uh, Rantum from uh, About Affordable NFTs. Question for you. Again, that's all about affordable. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> with stickers? We don't know, but. Uh... We don't even have NFTs. I think if our audience gets to what? we Hey, we passed our 100th episode. Congratulations. Oh, no. You've. No, oh, yeah. Dropped. I was releasing. I did done. This is just us talking to each other. <laughs> okay. I think that's, I thought that's what it was for the good, for the first 50 or so anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no plan, no plans for, for a drop yet. When we, our audience gets big enough, well, we'll reward people in the discord somehow. Alrighty. What is in the news? All right. Yeah. News we've got. So there's the optimism token drop. The airdrop is live, uh, launched a couple of days ago. We had mentioned that they had release some information on this. You could check a little while ago. This has actually come out. Um, there was big demand for it. Some people were able to sort of get ahead of the launch or ahead of when they publicly launched this and uh, claim theirs and sell a bunch right away. So, you know, in the short term, it hurt the price. There's also been some uh, some discussion about what's going to happen here with further airdrops. And if you'll remember, we discussed this in the past that this is the first airdrop they haven't announced exactly how many they're going to do but i think they said this is five percent um, of the total the total number of tokens and i believe that 14 percent will be airdropped so they're still going to do more there's discussion now if they will or somebody proposed in the uh the governance form that anybody that sold immediately would not be eligible for the future rounds you know there's some discussion about that, uh, you know, both sides. So, you know, I think that the, whether they go that way or not, or just, you know, even just give it to people that are holding it at the time, you know, I think there's potential to still get more airdrops out of, out of this. 
you know, as we've just talked about optimism a little bit, they, it's another, um, Ethereum roll up a layer two Ethereum network that allows for faster transactions, fast, cheap transactions. There's, uh, I, I used it a bit, you know, I was getting ready for the airdrop here, uh, you know, and I think that there, that this is, sounds like this will be the first of a few potential, uh, potential layer two airdrops but certainly the first of, or first of a couple of their airdrops. So that's been big, you know, definitely adds, uh, some liquidity to the space and, uh, gives some people some, you know, some, some ETH to play or, you know, I'm sorry, some OP to vote with. Yeah. Cool. I gotta go check to see if, uh, if I got any, I moved money through, but probably not enough to make a, a meaningful difference, but I'll, I'll go take a look. What I will say is a lot of these drops have gotten much sharper in terms of stopping farmers with various, you know, things in place. So I'll just be honest. I moved money into it, money out of it. I wasn't using the optimism network. And so I'm not expecting very much. And also like, I think those are, those are becoming harder to sort of game and they have to really like, if you're going to go actually earn the drop for anything coming up and see that, like any of these like Twitter threads that are like, oh, and then do this, do this, do this. Like you actually have to go in, it seems, use the platform, vote, participate in the discord, let your contract actually hit a few things in that work. And so. Yeah, Optimism had a few different criteria when they did theirs. They there were a few different options of how you or options of ways to get into it. I guess eligibility criteria. One was that you just that you had used any other layer two. So I think you should be eligible even through your Polygon use, since you've used that fairly heavily. Then anyone that's voted on a uh, on a by uh, this governance form in the uh, Discord. I'm sorry, in the Ethereum world. And I believe Gnosis signers. So, you know, that's a little different. If you have signed on a Gnosis contract, then a signer on a multi-sig uh, transaction, that will also qualify. So there are a handful of different ways that they've tried to uh, reward people, not not only just Optimism users. I think they are trying to, to build the network. And I should say that it was not from the Optimism team that suggested that Optimism, people that sold the token uh the airdrop right away would not get the uh the token drop so you know there's no nothing official about that you know i think that there if you go and use it and can find you know ways to use it authentically you know you'll be able to to uh, qualify for that next round but you know like george said it is getting a lot more complicated actually we have another article here i've got a link here for uh, top five airdrops and how to get them. So this is from Bankless. Uh, you know, they've been, they've been pretty on top of the airdrops. It's one that I looked at uh, towards the uh, beginning of the year. Uh, they had mentioned optimism at that point. You know, that, that, a few others that have definitely worked out. Uh, Hot Protocol, they've got one, I believe, coming up. It sounds like uh, maybe the out by the time we were listening to this one. Um, so go check out this article. The Got open in here is uh, number one, the open protocol, OPYN. Uh, let's see what else is mentioned. I think they've got you know, across protocol. They've got MetaMask. So if you have, uh, if you've done exchanges in MetaMask, you know, gone from ETH to, to USDC or something like that, uh, you may be eligible there. Uh, they've got Zora. That's an NFT marketplace. I'm not exactly sure of what the uh, love the specific use cases for the marketplace. And then they, they also mentioned the layer two ecosystem. So that being that, including optimism, a lot of others, there, ZK sync, Starkware, Arbitrum, you know, this, uh, these, they've also gone through some of the, the things that you can 
do to qualify yourself with, you know, keeping in mind that these protocols are getting much smarter about how they hand out these these airdrops, trying to make it so you can't farm them. Use a whole bunch of wallets. You know, seen yeah. that a lot in the past. So I think it's great to see that in general it will be going to less fake people and and more one to one users. Yeah, what I'd say is the if a lot of this is like, oh my gosh, this is so many different things. Throw a dart at one that doesn't have a coin yet coming out and just dig in, right? You can put ETH in there. You can move, you can just move your ETH too. That's it. Move your ETH in, look around, participate, you know, buy a thing, flip a thing, immediately show transactions, like just learn it. I, I think this is important because it's, it's going to hopefully incentivize people that are like kind of doing this on the side. Like we all have different jobs and shit we do during the decade and then Actually, then the, like your side hustles, night hustles, like this is a good way to say like, okay, let me go learn about a thing by moving money in and you're going to get rewarded in terms of learning it. And then you can go buy one of those pointless JPEGs that we talk about every day. That's right. So you can see your, see your tokens that way, right? Oh, absolutely. You got a lever. lever. All right. What else we got in the news? We've got, oh, that's right. We've got Kanye West who has been... I don't know, saying no to, to NFTs for a while now. He has uh, filed for some trademarks, some metaverse and NFT trademarks. Seems like someone has uh, convinced him that there, there may be some dollars, uh, dollar signs over there worth getting. So, uh, you know, not that I think Kanye may be motivated in that way, but, uh, you know, he'll, he'll bring some attention to the space. Yeah. You know, firm convictions loosely held, famously held up. I build things in the real world. I don't dare do this. Drops it on Instagram, drops the mic, walks away. Less than six months later, yeah, aping into getting all his Jesus names. Uh, another ETH idea, ETH name address idea, put it on the list. Celebrity alternative names. All like of those it. sort of celebrities are going to be rolling in if they haven't already, especially the ones that are claiming they're not. Like, come on, go get it. Maybe Jim Carrey.eth? Looks like he's active. He probably already grabbed that one. Yeah, he, Jim Carrey became an NFT collector, bought a one of one on Super Rare, and uh, it was a relatively sizable purchase, I believe. Let's see, it was a twenty E. This was a piece called Devotion by Ryan Koopmans. So interesting here that he chose to. I mean, that's a pretty big splash to go with your first uh, NFT as a one of one twenty E purchase on on uh, super rare, you know, regardless of, of what you have, you know, getting into the space takes a, uh, I don't know, takes some getting used to. So I'm surprised to see that as a, as an, as a first purchase, but, uh, interesting. Why, why are you surprised that that's his first purchase? Uh, 20, oh, super rare purchase. You know, I, I guess it depends how you're coming at this. I think a lot of, you know, I certainly, I have a lot of super rare pieces, a lot of art pieces from there. 20 ETH is a lot for anybody to make as a first purchase, I believe when buying a JPEG, I think it's a little bit difficult to, to understand that before you've tried it a few times and understand that you hold this in your wallet. You know, that being said, this is the first in that public wallet. We don't know that he hasn't tried this under, you know, something, some other pseudonym or, you know, another all, I mean, anonymous wallet, or even that he maybe had some help from someone, you know that had been convincing him of this, showing him the ropes for a while, or at least I hope so. You know, I think it does. I think Super Rare has been somewhat overlooked over the past year as PFP and, and these collections have really dominated the space. And Super Rare 
I think it's starting to get a little more attention now as a, as a, a platform for one of one art and for, uh, for some of the higher end art pieces, a, I don't know, didn't, you know, not these just JPEGs that are pictures of, you know, a lot of different variations of pictures and nothing wrong with those. I think they could be good art, but they aren't necessarily the same thing that art collectors are generally looking for. Yeah. I think there's kind of some intelligence of buying a one of one because you are the floor. <laughs> you just know like, right. oh gosh, what a dumb mistake. You're like, it's mine. It's worth a million. One million. I just listed it. Done. Okay. Also, I think with, with his obviously like Brandon cachet, he's got the ability to kind of really know, you know, Ryan Koopman's maybe a bit more and add cachet to the overall artist, you know, not that he needed it because he's like got some amazing, uh, amazing work on, on super rare, but it's, uh, it's not dumb. I will say that because you are a market. Yeah, so he's a Stockholm based photographer, by the way, I had, I had heard of him looking at his art a little bit more. Definitely go check it out. He's got some cool pieces. You know, really good looking stock. Nowhere near affordable. No, don't look at it in that respect. I was just looking if there was a play with uh, with anything else that's created. No, there's no there's no affordable play for us. All right, everyone, move on. All right, and uh, I guess one other news things news item here. We've got that a Florida art dealer was arrested for selling some fake Basquiat uh, pieces as NFTs. This was a well seemingly uh, real art gallery selling these NFTs unauthorized. Good to see it. You know, we know that there's a lot of, a lot of copies out there. Glad there's, you know, somebody, somebody working to crack down on some of this. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it's just showing you the laws paying attention and there's a lot of scammers out there, you know, double check, triple check constantly. I don't know. I think a lot of folks in the NFT world that have been here for more than six months are getting hardened. <laughs> and so hopefully less, less likely to get hosed. I hope so. Yeah. And you know, I just know there's a lot more coming in and got to always be careful. All right. Okay. Well, I think, oh no, we, we, excuse me, we got news on Twitter. I've been looking at order order. Order. Uh, Here's what I think. All right. We did the shopping list last time. Uh, I think I went with Moonbirds and Akutar. Uh, Mooncats. Unless Moonbirds buys Mooncats. Rumor? Are you starting? What? I Rumor? think I did hear some rumors. I heard someone talk about that. That was me. I just talked about it just now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, this is not financial invest. So I brought uh, two projects uh, last time. I say, let's challenge ourselves for the shopping list. Like, what's in, what's in okay, your sort of, okay. like, watch list right now? All right, we can go back to this, you know, and uh, let's see. I, well, what am we I watching right now? Movies. What are we watching? What great. Are you I mean, I've got a lot on my list that I have mentioned here in the past. You know, uh, at this point, although I'm not buying more of the uh, Osin Hachis, you know, those were on my list for a while until they got way out of range for me. Let's see. Well, I'm still watching a few Oceans, but I think I've mentioned those. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, what, what, yeah, we'll get to that in a bit, but also they're, they're coming on F- F- uh, NFTNYC. And I think you mentioned that they were also at, you know, the... Gary B's conference. So I, I didn't see a big pump after that, but it's been, it's been inching up. It's, it's not a bad one to keep an eye on. I think we mentioned that before. Yeah. So, well, if you've got something to kick us off here, what well, is kick us off? What's on uh, the list? I am watching and I keep mentioning it, but I didn't say for last time, my shopping list is DGENs and I'm watching for that Florida drop post wrecked guy. It had an initial bump somehow and it 
It definitely moves around quite a bit, but I want to get this. Uh, my my absolute you know definite buy price is 0. 0.3. If this thing hits 0. 0.3, I'm definitely buying another one. So the DGENs network gives you access to their you know Discord and community, and clearly you get drops. They're continuing to invest uh, in in the network, and it's the original DGENs, not the uh, the version two that they created. So that's that's one on my list uh, for sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I had two of those. Now I actually was able to pick one more up at point three when people were trying to. I mean, this is this is what people were trying to sell to get the uh, the rec guy. So, you know, I was happy to get that and still have one rec guy. Probably should have sold that, but that was I was thinking that I I like the DGens as the overlooked play there, um, while rec guy is getting a lot of attention. So here's one that's on my list, and this is one that you actually. I think you have this and we've talked about this before, but it is the Podgans by Pinder Van Armen. So this, we each have one of these, I, but you still have one. Is that right, George? I do. You know, I'll make it a gift of whenever I sell it, it'll guarantee that the price will go up. And that's when you could use your, your indication to sell. I'm the harbinger of price about to go up. Whenever I'm All going. right. Well, so this is look, the floor right now. It's at 0.44. So, you know, it's a not, not super cheap but this is also a very thin floor it goes from 0. 0.44 0. 0.49 the next one is 0. 0.639 and then 0. 0.7 so in four listings we go from 0. 0.44 to 0. 0.7 i think this is still a a platform that i, I like that this is one of the first three on this this platform um, one of the first three projects on the brain drops platform sorry i was uh, i've been blanking on that name for a second but i think the platform will be around for a while and that it will will gain value over time. Pinder is a uh, respected artist. So it's one that I'm looking at. I've made a couple bids, nothing coming in quite yet, but it's, it's really quiet over there, which, uh, which I like as a buyer. It looks like, okay, so the one sold two days ago was the last one. And then five days ago, six days ago, 12 days ago. So four sales in 12 days is pretty quiet, I would say. So that's, that's one that I'm looking at, keeping an eye on. Yeah. You have to be careful because you have to, you just have a lot more patient a lot more game of patience there. And it's, it's hard to tell if the overall market is more about holding or more about folding right now, but I agree. That's a mighty thin floor. I mean, yeah, that could move quickly. What did we get in out that for? Like 0.3 was the mint? I thought it was a 0.1 mint actually. Oh, we did a 0.1 on that? That was good. Yeah. I like yeah, it. That was, it did get up over, over one ETH at one point. You know, I don't expect it to get up there immediately, but you know, like I said, I think if you, if you're patient and you can buy at the right price. I had thought of that. Right. That's a good, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. As if I needed another thing on there. Okay. I remember add more to your watch list. Don't jump, don't, don't jump at, at prices that, that don't make sense. Just find another project to look at if you're getting too, uh, too close to jumping a little too high. <laughs> yeah. Remember what else you can buy with it. I will say another one on my watch list is uh, Dead Fellas. Now this is pretty high still, but Dead Fellas was you know sort of it had a it had a peak of you know it was kicking up at like four and a half ETH at one point. It's down to one point two seven, and pretty strong community female uh, female artist who's you know definitely known in the space had a strong following. I mean, what else could you add about you know it's a one of those 10,000 PFP, 6,000 owners. So large owner distribution, 
And it's just, you know, it's running out of steam in a down market. I will say I almost even added dead fellows and, and to my, my list of potential winners from NFT NYC. I know that Betty from, uh, the artist Betty with a, you know, ETH, of course, symbol in the E is speaking at, uh, at NFT NYC on the main stage at, at Radio City Music Hall. So that should have a pretty big audience. I think that has potential from, I don't know a ton about the project or the artist specifically, but she's very well known in the space and seems very well liked and well-respected fully, you know, doxxed and been around the space. I think, um, going to bring some more attention to, to that collection. And, you know, I think that's one that, you know, of these, you know, like you said, we're starting to see some separation of, of what the winning projects and what the, and the ones that are going to be around here for, for at least the foreseeable future. And that, that does, that's starting to look like a good potential buy. What is the, what's the floor on that, George? I think I called it at 1.2. Yeah. 1.2, 1.3 range. And you know, there's, there's sales every single day happening in and around it. A backdoor into this also is, you know, we mentioned Ash chapter two metamorphosis, you know, technically Betty's got pieces on there right now that are actually at like 0.2 or 0.1. So that's like an affordable play, uh, for yeah. Creator dead fellows. Yeah. So she's got an animated on Ash chapter two and I'll include the link in the show note. I, I just want to be careful though about this. Oh, someone's on the stage and it's going to make them pump. Like I never actually see that come to bear. It just, it, no, I, I wouldn't do it as a. I certainly wouldn't look at it as a short-term pump play. I think it's more about the space starting to respect the collection as a... I think that's right. Respect and recognize artists, capital A. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, unfortunately, we've seen that a lot of the sort of the, the women PFP projects, you know, uh, World of oh, Women, gosh, has, women has crash, not like, been just good. And they don't, you know, I got to say, they don't feel super connected to the NFT space overall. Whereas, you know, I, I mean, I see that Betty's posting, you know, regularly interacting with the community and, you know, even speaking at this event, you know, that, that says a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree over time, someone who's willing to like continue to push and like recently dedoxed herself as well. So you know what you're getting as opposed to, you know, it was, it was 2021. It was like much more bashing be like, oh, we don't know. There's mystery here. It's like, no, no, no. There's authenticity, mystery being trumped by authenticity of who the artist is and how they're going to align their identity with a project over time. So, uh, interesting. Yeah. I don't, I, good stuff. You, so you kind of see what we're looking at and how we do, you should have your own list. You should play the game of like your side watch list wallet. I mean, like, what if I did this? It's a fine game to play, uh, and really looking for people that have, um, the the projects that will have the persistence to, to push through the, the bear market. All right. All right. Well, why don't we move on to our topic, looking ahead to NFT NYC. Like I said, I will be heading out there. So if anybody is going to be around the New York uh, area that, you know, let me know, of course, up in our discord, there are events going on all around New York for this. You know, I think it's kind of fun to just look ahead what we think may happen you know, and what themes may emerge, you know, it, it, there's a lot of people attending. I think it's supposed to be about 15,000 this year. How much are, how much are ticket? You know, last I saw they were, they jacked the price up. So I bought my ticket right away after the first one, you know, or, or it, maybe it wasn't right away, but like they, they did an early bird and I, I got a ticket for 
you know, 150 bucks. And last I saw they were like 500 and some odd. So they've uh, recognized that people are interested. Wow. I mean, good on you. Nice. Well, well it's shit about two, right? There's a podcast about that, actually. Yeah. So some things I'm looking ahead to, you know, you mentioned that Tuosius will be out there. I, I think that, you know, he's still a young artist. I think a lot of people don't know him. I think that there's going to be some, like, you know, I don't know anything about any official plans. I think there's going to be some more paint parties there. I, it seems like he's been building up some, you know, bigger collector base. I've seen that, uh, that paint collection, you know, getting some, some good buys and it, you know, goes up and down a bit, but I think that he could be, uh, one of the kind of winners of the space that as people get a feel for the, uh, I don't know, the, the physical connection to the pieces and actually painting there. And I think that some buzz could build around that. And again, this is nothing looking at, like, we're not looking at short-term price action here. We're just trying to, to look at some of the, the things that may, some of the, uh, I don't know, trends or, or ideas that, that, that could, uh, gain some steam here. Yeah. It's just, it's important. I mean, I think I had learned a quick lesson at that through a, a lot of things, but also at sort of econ realizing that it's just a parade of, uh, a parade, a parade of people. And there's over, it looked 15 uh, 1500 speakers, uh, at this. So just because someone's talking at this does not mean their project is about to go up. And also keep that in mind when you're going to start to see, you know, as seen on NFT NYC and like as a validating statement, like there are a lot of folks that are, you know, attending and also speaking. And so keep that, you know, as that sort of validating thing in mind, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 1500 speakers, you know, it's basically, if you were late, uh, you didn't, you didn't want to speak. You didn't want to apply to speak. I thought it'd go, I, I thought it'd be more rare this way. You know, I'd be one of the few not speaking and <laughs> actually I had a legitimate case that you could have done a solid Dune analytics, uh, talk that people would have been like, oh, well, this is just useful. Probably. Yeah. You know, and instead of you like, publicity. you like uh, getting on the stage or no, is that like, you're like, eh, oh God, hard. I can't say it done a whole lot of that you know this is this is pretty comfortable talking to everybody right from uh right from my desk here though you prefer this hot audience of us so talk to me about nft nyc you know we'll do a follow-up from it what is your strategy going into this are you trying to hustle to get drops you think like there's certain parties and you'd be like oh here's my pull-up proof of attendance yeah there's a few things i'm looking at you know there's there's they have more it seems a little bit more organized they like like we said that there's a lot of speakers, they sent out an email today actually asking which afternoon and morning session uh, people want to go to on the first day of this, looking at the uh, various locations that they have, but also kind of getting an idea of, of what they'll be covering. So there's different areas that are sports NFTs that are more on the investing side that um, some are more focused on the community aspect. So I, I like that they're trying to give some tracks to this this year. So that makes it a little easier. I was definitely jumping around between uh, buildings relatively quickly, quickly trying to make it to from one talk to another that started, you know, maybe 10 minutes later, but was a you know, 15 minute walk away. Uh, so I think this will be nice that they're trying to, to put these in the same place. I don't know about day two yet. There are a ton of, of non you know, of offsite, uh, events. So I know that Moonbirds is doing a, a big one, a big event. Uh, of course, Bored Apes um, are doing a big event. I think they've rented out some huge place on the pier for the whole weekend or, or you know, some pier it looks like a, a, a massive place, you know, as, uh, as of course a Bored Apes like to do it big, but I think 
you know, I, I think that this will be the first time that a lot of people will get a chance to, to attend an in real life event, you know, as this is, I mean, it's, it's the first big and really big NFT one. Well, only in a couple of months, but we know how much that means in NFT, in the NFT space. I think it's great. It's keeping the community engaged and connected and, and keeping, keeping the energy, uh, with the, the core group of committed folks that are, are going to be quintessential to, to building and supporting through the dip. You know, I'm looking at the program and it's kind of interesting to see how many ways they divide it up. And there's general art, film, music, gaming, sports, social fashion, collector, legal ticketing, finance, all with NFT tracks inside of it. So they're really starting to, to separate out and, and show up kind of like, this is kind of like how South by Southwest got overtaken by South by Southwest Interactive. If you're familiar with that conference and kind of what a, what a spectacle it became. And I've, I've been to that a number of times. It is fun and it just it is plain fun. Do you actually end up learning anything though from like a speaker or is it just everyone pumping their bags? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know that how, I mean, who's getting on stage and giving away what they think is a real secret here, you know, what they think. There are some serious alpha, just a thousand of you need to know. Right. It's a lot of people, you know, finding something to say, putting themselves in, on the stage. Right. And, and, you know, I think that's, yeah, that's a lot of what it is. It's a lot of just bringing people together. I think I'm not sure that you learn a ton at this, at these events. I think some of the, I think probably some of the smaller events are, you know, maybe the non-made stage and, and looking for, for um, very uh, specific things. If you're, you know, if you are very into to film NFTs, you may be able to learn something there because there's just so little out there right now. And I think that's a chance that you can actually engage with, with people that are in the space. I saw that there are many, you know, many of these stages end up being or I'm sorry, many of the audiences end up being quite small with this number of speakers. So if there is something, I think that's a potential to learn something, but yeah, otherwise you're not learning something on, you know, it's, it's like taking a, uh, you know, a, a huge lecture course in college or something, you know, when there's a lot of people in the, in the room, it's, uh, I'd say the quality goes down a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be exciting to have, uh, have you there and let us know what you, let us know what you see. I'm, uh, I'm eventually going to go to one of these things. I just. I, uh, yeah, you know, and some other things that I'm looking forward to, I know that super rare has an art gallery out there. They've opened up a, uh, calling it a pop-up for the summer in Soho neighborhood. Arquats is going to be doing a big event in a Samsung building there. So I think they'll be able to have a lot of their, a lot of pieces on display that are actually moving. You know, I've certainly had a hard time finding ways to display a lot of pieces, especially ones that have movements. So I think, you know, I think that these these in real life events have, can still go a long way. You know, we're still kind of coming out of, of times where nobody was doing anything and NFTs have certainly burgeoned during this time. We have not seen how they can be fully used to fuse sort of the digital and in real life, uh, aspect here. I mean, with these conferences, it's very clear that it's like, it's the floating crap game where if you've got uh, a membership to a group and you're like, where do we meet up? Well, wherever that conference goes, you get this like special access to a thing is becoming more standard. I know also the Vayner, Vayner Sports Pass folks are offering up like an event and they're trying to see how many people would RSVP. So I don't know, did you sell yours or? Yeah, they did sell one. I, I, oh, I can yeah. lend you one if you want to go to the party. You gotta, you gotta give it back though. You gotta promise to give it back. 
I think that's, I think I can. If you go there with my, with my past, tell them to, uh, to when, when floor and when moon. Tell them I said when, yeah, floor, right. when moon. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting how the mood is at different uh, parties, you know, how people are. <laughs> if you get a last minute uh, notice that the party has been moved to the base. You go to the party and at the cash bar, I think that's the perfect signal to sell. Oh, everybody, have you seen? But I put my cash into the. Will you take a JPEG? Here's my phone. No. Yeah, I, oh, here's I mean, a good question. Are you going to go with your hot wallet on your phone? I'll go with, I'll go with a, a hot wallet on my phone. Not my, not my primary wallet. So not ransom. You know, yeah, no, I don't want to use that. No, you know, hopefully, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm hoping will, will change here. You know, right now we've seen some. So is that tough? Like, oh, here's like, here's a, here's a situation, right? I'm just going to put it out there. There's going to be an ape fest get in. You need to show that you have the wallet that has the ape. I imagine maybe they do something. Yeah, I think right now, and I think that, you know, we've got to figure something out. This isn't a great system that you should have to have a, a potentially hundred E, uh, ticket on your hot wallet while you go to have drinks at night with a bunch of put this another way. Hey, I'm having a party in the middle of New York, but everyone in order to join has to have a hundred thousand dollars in cash in their pocket. To walk in the door. Yeah. Hey, everybody, it, 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 this is where they are and when they'll be there. Hmm. It's certainly something I'm keeping in, in mind. I mean, I've heard of, heard of some, some stories of people, you know, there's, there's, you have to worry about the physical. The uh, lead pipe attacks. Yes. I mean, there's, it's certainly. A, the brute, brute fortis attack. You really, and when everybody realizes that there's a lot of NFT collectors there and, you know, I mean, that board ape party, that is, or Moonbirds party, you know, everybody's holding a 20 piece to be there, you know, that's something to think about, you know, don't, I'd also say the bigger, I think the bigger risk is probably, uh, people that, people that really know it, you know, people that are, <laughs> that can take advantage of the fact that maybe you've had a couple too many to drink and, uh, they know how to use a MetaMask wallet and they hold one of these and they know how to get rid of it quickly too. You know, that's, there's a lot of different mistakes. You can do it on your own, but when there's a lot of savvy people around be, you know, I'm certainly going to be more careful. I don't want to, you know, if I have to have something there, I, you know, if I have to have something to get into a, a party, I'd rather be able to show it a different way. If there's a third party sort of verification thing. And I, I, I hope there's something like that coming along. You know, I think these NFT ticketing, I think NFT ticketing, when I went last November, Yellowheart was doing one of uh, the kind of offsite events, uh, it was a Mechaverse gallery and it. It, it was one of the only ones that I actually saw making use of it and it was pretty good, but not great. And I think that we're going to see a lot that, that come to play here. And I hope that we see some that are finding a way so that you don't actually have to carry it in your hot wallet. And maybe, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm sure someone's thinking about that. Well, look, I'll go out on a limb and say, if you need anyone to hold all of your X copies, squiggles and whatnot, it's like right here, you know where to find me, mostly stable daddy. Ship it over. Okay, yeah, no problem. Here we go. <laughs> you scheduled for a podcast today. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, Angie, thanks for that. And we're excited to kind of learn more as you learn more about what's going on there. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. 
remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.